Welcome to Hope Sabbath School, an in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. I'm excited today we're beginning a brand new series on the Psalms. You'll be blessed, and we're glad you're with us. Welcome to Hope Sabbath School, and welcome to the team. Good to be together. Take a look at each other. We look like the world, and we're here to study inspired scripture songs from 3,000 years of worship. And I want to also welcome one of our remote team members joining us. Nicholas, always good to have you. We're glad you can be with us for our study today. We're glad that you're here because an in-depth study of the Word of God is special because you're part of our global family. So you can write to us at sshope at hopetv.org, and we'd like to hear how you're blessed through a study of God's Word. Well, I'm excited today because we have a special guest with a special gift for you. So I want to invite my wife, Bodil, to join me here on the set. And Bodil, we sing your scripture songs, and there's our team right out there as well as in the studio. We sing your theme songs each time, but you have a special gift for this particular series on the Psalms. Right, so this series, we have six scripture songs from Trilogy Scripture Songs um, of the Psalms. Including the theme song. Including Psalm 105, which is the theme song we're gonna sing today. All right, and all you have to do to get your collection of Trilogy Scripture Songs from the Psalms is go to our website, hopetv.org slash hopess, click on the free gift button, and you can hide those precious words in your heart. Thanks so much for joining us, Bodil. Uh, people say to me, how come Bodil never comes? Well, you saw her today on the set. <laughs> and don't forget to go to our website and get that beautiful collection. Thank you, Bodil, for making that available for us. We're always happy to hear from you, our Hope Sabbath School members around the world. Here's a note from Paul and Judy in Canada. Any Canadians here? No, but I know there's many Canadians watching. And actually, it's Paul writing and says, Judy and I just watch Hope Sabbath School, and we love the new set. Well, I don't know if you can see we have a brand new set for the series on the Psalms. We especially like the way you display the Bible verses on the screen and the words to the Scripture songs. This makes it so much easier for people who have reduced vision Thanks for making the change, and God bless you. Well, thank you, Paul and Judy, for writing to us. Oh, this one's exciting. From Duncan, who lives in a remote part of Kenya in Maasai land. And Duncan writes to us, and he says, Hello, Hope Sabbath School team. First time you've waved to Maasai land, right? I live in a remote part of Kenya in Maasai land. You are a blessing to me and to my church family. Amen. Through the wonderful discussions, I understand the Word of God better. Isn't that awesome? Can somebody say amen or hallelujah? Messiah land? May God bless you all abundantly. Well, Duncan, thanks for writing to us from uh, Western Kenya. We're happy to hear from you. Here's a handwritten note from a donor couple in Pennsylvania. Hello, Hope Sabbath School. Hello. We really enjoy your Sabbath School. Your discussions are wonderful. We enjoy seeing all the members of the team. And we pray that you'll reach a lot of people to bring them to Christ and Bible truth. And we say, Amen. Amen. that's why we do what we do. And a gift of $100 
from the donor couple in Pennsylvania. Thank you so much. You know who you are. We don't read names of donors, but we do want to say thank you. And if you'd like to help support this donor-supported ministry, you can go to hopetv.org slash hopess. Just click on the donate button and say, I want to be part of impacting the world with the message of God's love. Thank you for your support. One last note from Western Australia. And uh, Susan writes and says, I love listening to Hope Sabbath School. It's refreshing to see how happy you are when you're talking about the Word of God, helping me to learn more about Jesus and His love. God bless you all. Amen? Amen. Susan, thanks for writing to us from Western Australia. We're glad you're part of our Hope Sabbath School family. Right now, we would like to teach you a new scripture song. It's taken from Psalm 105, and it's part of the collection that my wife is offering during this series as a special gift to you. Psalm 105, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. We're going to sing it together. exactly what we want to do as we begin our studies and they call upon his name and ask the same Holy Spirit who inspired the writing of these scripture songs to guide us in our study today. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, thank you for the opportunity to study your sacred word, specifically these inspired scripture songs in the Psalms. And I pray the Holy Spirit would guide each Hope Sabbath School member around the world, including our team here. And may we hear a word from you. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, part one of our series, How to Read the Psalms. Maybe we should have called it How to Sing the Psalms, right? But let's at least begin by learning how to read the Psalms uh, as we study together. Does anybody know what the Hebrew title for, for this collection of scripture songs is. Anybody know what it's called? Puya? I believe it's called Tehillim. Which means? Which means praises. Praises. Now here's an unexpected question for you. Are all of these 150 psalms, psalms of praises, Brittany? No. No. Would you say 
most of them are or some of them are? It's called praises in the Hebrew Scriptures. What would you say, Harold? I don't know. It's like, it's like outpouring of the heart. Uh-huh. In, 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 in any season of life. Isn't it interesting, even in the ones, uh, you know, that seem to be crying out to the God, many times at the end, mm-hmm. yes. the psalmist is praising God, right? Yes. Maybe it's praising God in difficult times as well as in good times, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what it's called anyway. Well, let's uh, look at some times that the psalms were used uh, in worship. In First Chronicles 16, we'll start. Kailanda, if you have that, let's look at verse 7 to start, and then we'll look at verses 8 and 9. I'll be reading from the New King James Version, and this is First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 7. On that day, David first delivered this psalm into the hand of Asaph and his brethren, to thank the Lord. All right, does anybody know what that day was? Is a historical context. Harold? Yeah, yeah the Ark of the Covenant was being, ah, back, was okay. being brought back. So apparently, yeah. under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we'll talk about that these aren't just random songs, but they're inspired scripture songs, mm-hmm. that uh, the Ark was being brought back and he wrote a special song. Well, let's read on, Kyland, if you would, verses 8 and 9 of the same First Chronicles 16. And again, this is the New King James Version, starting on verse 8. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon His name, make known His deeds among the peoples, sing to Him, sing psalms to Him, talk of all His wondrous works. Now, someone's going, wait a minute, (laughs) which psalm did we just sing? 105. 105, and we're reading it here, Mm -hmm. that it was actually first not included just in the, what was called the Psalter, or the collection of psalms, but was read at the dedication when the yep. ark was brought back. One last verse in that chapter, Kyland, if you would, verse 36 of First Chronicles 16. Verse 36 reads, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And all the people said, Amen. And we all say? Amen. Amen. Isn't it amazing? These songs bless so many people down through the ages. Nicholas, could you take us to another psalm, Psalm 30? And uh, I'd like you to, if your Bible has a heading, some of the psalms have like a a little heading at the top before it begins. Uh, If you could read the heading, if there's one in your scriptures, and also read verse 1. And let's see when Psalm 30 uh, was used. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I will be reading from the New King James Version as well, and my heading tells me, Psalm 30, verse 1, that this was a song at the dedication of the house of David. Okay. And it says, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. So would that be a good psalm if you're moving into a new house, do you think? You could use Psalm 30? Yes. (laughs) You say, well, I could use it a lot of times, but that was the context for this psalm. Okay, Puya, could you read for us Psalm 92, if your Bible has a heading, and also verse 1. I just want us to realize these psalms were not just random. Mm -hmm. They were written for specific occasions, but then collected for followers of God and later for Christians a thousand years later to sing in worship. Sure, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And according to my Bible, this is this psalm is titled A Song for the Sabbath Day. And Psalm 92, verse 1. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. 
and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. Now, if we just had that little bit of context, we would say, well, certainly the Sabbath is not simply a time not to work, right? That's right. But, Stephanie, it's what? It's a time to give thanks to God, to sing praises, right? So here in this collection of songs, we can learn. Well, we could go to Psalm 105 again, which tells us sing psalms, but we already read that, Kailinda, in First Chronicles. Let's go to Nehemiah. And Scott, if you could read in the little book of Nehemiah, chapter 12 and verse 8, and we'll find another psalm that was used. And this will, will lead into our study, which shows us that not all of the psalms were written at the same time or by the same person. Scott, Nehemiah 12, verse 8. Okay, Nehemiah 12, verse 8. Um, Moreover, the Levites were Jeshua, Benui, Kadmiel, Sherebiah, Judah, and Metaniah, who led the Thanksgiving Psalms, he and his brethren. So uh, th- this is in the time of Zerubbabel. Uh, did Zerubbabel live at the same time as David? No. No, no. no almost a thousand years later, if I'm not mistaken. Well, not quite a thousand years later. Zerubbabel's what, around, someone's going to send me an email. Is it in the 400 400th that's right. this century? And of course, David's a thousand BC, right? So hundreds of years have gone by, which would suggest that the book of Psalms, as it was called, grew (laughs) as time went by. Does that make sense? (laughs) Now, can you think of any text in the New Testament that encourage us to keep singing the Psalms, not to to just say, well, that was uh, Hebrew songs. Uh, We can certainly write new songs. In fact, the Holy Spirit can guide in that. Can you think of any Bible text that encourages us? Uh, Brittany. Colossians 3, verse 16 talks okay. about that. Would you read that for us? Sure. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Okay, so it would suggest you don't just have to sing psalms, but they're part of what we can do to praise God. Samantha, could you find Ephesians chapter 5? This is the same Apostle Paul writing in Ephesians 5 and verse 19. Ephesians 5 verse 19, I am reading from the New King James Version. It says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Help me with that. There's some interesting insights in that verse. What, what does that tell us when we sing uh, psalms together? Did you notice something there? Well, yes, Scott? Making... When it talks about making melody in your heart, of course, it makes the musical element clearer. But it's also talking about to the Lord. So our music that we do is ultimately a message of praise to God. And that's why in the Psalms, even when some of the messages seem depressing or down, it's still a a worship of God in some way. Mm -hmm. Almost like, uh, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me is still a prayer. Mm. Right? Still calling out to God. Into your hands I commit my spirit. Still a prayer to God. So that's a good point. What about the first phrase that Samantha read? 
speaking to one another. So what, 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 would, what could I learn from that? Anybody speaking to one another, Brittany? I think we can encourage one another. If we are talking to someone on the phone and they're really discouraged, we can share a scripture song. It doesn't have to be the melody, but we could read a verse to them um, from it, and that can lift their spirits. All right. Uh, let's look at one more verse. Uh, Jeffrey, could you read James 5, verse 13? I think uh, having read these few New Testament verses, we would say, well, the inspired scripture songs in the book of Psalms are for New Testament Christians too, right, Jeffrey? Yes. So I'll be reading from the English, uh, English Standard Version, uh, James 5:13. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. All right. And, and actually, some translations, that's the English Standard Version. Yes. Uh, actually, the word there is psalms. to sing psalms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But because it was called the Book of Praises, yeah. it translated as sing praise to God. All right, let's take a look now at um, who were the inspired psalmists. Well, many people. Has anyone here, here ever written a song, composed a song? Okay. Poem. Three. One, two, three. Okay. Uh, and certainly, Nick, Nicholas, maybe you've composed a song too, right? I know my wife, of course, she does the scripture, so that makes it a scripture song. But many people compose songs, but these psalms or songs included are unique in that they are inspired by the Spirit of God. Let's look at a few verses that make that emphasis. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Nicholas, if you could read that for us. 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 and 17. I think it's important, maybe someone's watching Hope Sabbath School for the first time, and they say, you're always reading from this book called the Bible. Well, the Bible makes bold claims, which are verified by fulfillment of prophecy in many other ways, that this is just not the thoughts of men or women about God, but it is the Word of God to the human family. So would you read for us 2 Timothy chapter 3, 16 and 17? Yes. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, this is from the New King James Version. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's an amazing claim, isn't it? Yes. Uh, now, some translations, uh, Nicholas said, by inspiration of God. Did anyone have a different translation? Uh, Brittany? The English Standard Version says, all scripture is breathed out by God. <laughs> wow. So God's actively involved, right? Yes. What about in 2 Peter chapter 1? Puya, if you could read for us. 2 Peter 1, verses 19 to 21. We often read this verse when we're talking about prophecy of things to come, but actually it's talking about the Bible as a whole. So how does that read, Puy, in your translation? According to the New King James Version, 2 Peter 1, 19 to 21. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in the dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. God breathed, moved by the Holy Spirit. 
I, I heard just yesterday when God formed man and breathed into him the breath of life, he came alive. Mm -hmm. And when God breathes into the Word of God, it comes alive too. Mm -hmm. Harold? I just wanted to add that oh, even the Psalms prophesied about Jesus, we can't forget that too. That's true. There is that prophetic element yeah. of telling something. In fact, many yeah. Psalms talk about mm -hmm. Jesus, don't they? Good points. Mm -hmm. God? In fact, I would like to point out that biblically, the job of a prophet was a spokesperson for God. We find that in Exodus 7, for example. So all of the Bible is prophecy, whether it's talking about the future or whether it's talking about the present or whether it's, whether it's a psalmist praying for deliverance. It's all prophecy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to prophecy can, can be to foretell or to tell forth, right. mm -hmm. uh, which can, you know, be, be just in the present. Now, there's one other little verse, I'll take it after your comment, in Second Samuel, it's kind of amazing testimony by one of the primary psalmists named David, but let's take your comment first. I want to read one additional text from Luke 24, verse 44 and 45. Okay. I, I believe uh, on this question of why is this collection of uh, praises uh, significant, okay. especially when it comes to Jesus. Okay, so Luke 24. Luke 24, verse 44 and 45. Verse 44 and 45, and this is where Jesus is risen from the dead. Right, and, and he was explaining mm. uh, the whole prophecy from the scripture, the Hebrew scriptures, and Jesus specifically mentioned the Psalms. Let's take a look. This is from the New King James Version, Luke 24, verse 44 and 45. And he said to them, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Amen. How many of you would like to have been present at that Bible study? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when we get to the kingdom, we could say, Jesus, uh, could we do that again? Mm. And, and some of them we would go, ah, yes, uh, Psalm 22. Ah, oh, yes, Psalm 100. And ten, we may reckon, and some others we'd go, oh. <laughs> yeah. And doesn't it say in, in the same chapter in Luke 24, on the Emmaus Road, their hearts mm. burn within them mm. as they heard these things, right? Thank you for sharing that. Well, let's, uh, let's continue our study uh, with Second Samuel. And uh, Brittany, would you read that for us? I was so excited when I found this because it... It showed that these songs are very special. Uh, we can all write songs and say, I'm singing this to praise God, and that's good. But notice the testimony of one of the primary psalmists, David. Sure, and I'll be reading from the English Standard Version, 2 Samuel 23, verses 1 and 2. Now these are the last words of David. The oracle of David, the son of Jesse, the oracle of the man who was raised on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, the sweet psalmist of Israel. The spirit of the Lord speaks by me. His word is on my tongue. Mm. Mm. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, what was uh, David's original profession? Shepherd. He was a shepherd boy, that's right. And then his next major assignment, you would say probably would be what? He was a fighter, military. a soldier, right? Mm -hmm. A soldier. Yeah. The first encounter was a very tall man named Goliath, Goliath right? <laughs> but then he, he was active uh, defending the king. Mm -hmm. But of course, his more significant role is 
king. King. King, king, king of Israel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but did you notice what it said? Mm. His word was on my tongue. On my tongue. It's like mm. God is at work in this. Mm-hmm. And yet, when we read the Psalms, uh, they reflect the culture, they reflect the personality of the psalmist. Mm-hmm. But God's at work. God breathed. So let's talk about some of the psalmists together. Um, who is the most famous of the inspired composers? King David. David. You said, oh, I'm glad I got an A on the quiz. (laughs) That was easy, wasn't it? Yes. (laughs) Do you think some people think that David wrote them all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. I think yeah, I so. Yeah, at one point you thought yes. that mm-hmm. the yeah. psalmist, the, well, it's the psalmist David, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he, he wrote, certainly a majority of them that have names on them have his name on. Yes. And maybe even some that aren't named could have been composed by him, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Could have been someone else. Yeah. But what we know for sure is that that person, finish the sentence for me, what do we know for sure? That that person, that man or woman was, was inspired, inspired, by inspired by God. By God. That's right. Yeah. So give me the names of some other psalmists that we know are included. Kailinda? Psalm 90 opens up saying it's a prayer of Moses, the man of David. How many of you knew that Moses wrote one of the Psalms? You said, yes, I've studied. Okay. But some people are like, whoa. That was several hundred years before David, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe that was the first scripture song. You say, no, I think probably Adam wrote some scripture songs. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure Enoch, when he walked with God, he sang some yeah. scripture songs. Possible? Yeah. Of course. Yes. But we have some included. Okay, so Moses, thank you, Harold. Um, Asaph. Asaph. And, and yes. one of my favorite is 73. Oh, we'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> so, but but Asaph, yeah. he wrote uh, about 12 psalms, didn't he? Yes. yes. Yeah. All right, Scott. Another one is the sons of Korah. We don't know exactly who they are, but they wrote a, quite a few psalms. Now, there's something very significant. Mm. Anybody know something about that name Korah? Uh, is it interesting that, that they are called the sons of Korah? Korah was not actually their father, but they are descendants of mm-hmm. Korah. Who is Korah? Anybody know? Korah led a rebellion against yeah. Moses. Right. Yeah. Korah, Dothan, and Abiram, I think, mm-hmm. right? Not really well-known names. But uh, does it bring any encouragement to anyone, maybe to you as you're watching Hope Sabbath School today, does it bring any encouragement to you, even though you may have some problem people in your family tree? <laughs> that God could still use you to bless the world? What do you say? Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm a descendant of Korah, you know? Yes, problem. Jeffrey? Well, Solomon, you're talking about blessing. You know, Solomon was one of the psalmists that wrote. And he made yeah. some mistakes too, didn't yeah. he? Yes. Okay. That's very encouraging. Sons of Korah, though, wrote quite a few of the Psalms, right? I'm not 11. sure. I mean, I read where it says. Did you count them? Well, I read that where he says they, they wrote 11. 11, Psalms. okay. Yes. Uh, at least 11, because there could be some unnamed ones. Okay, so who do we have so far? We've got David. Yep. Moses. Someone Moses. mentioned Moses. Asaph. Asaph, Asaph. Sons of Korah. Korah. There's the Haman. 
Heman, he, I mean, I, you know, I, I did a little bit of reading and it says he was a seer for David and he was a wise man compared with Solomon ah, at one point mm. and he wrote, I think, one Psalm, uh -huh. um, Psalm 88. Yeah, so that's kind of amazing. So he was a prophet also, yes. but also an inspired songwriter. He yes. wrote one of the Psalms. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? Well, I'm thinking of Ethan. Ethan, well-known, our good friend <laughs> Ethan. And uh, what do we know about Ethan? Not too much, yeah. right? Yeah. Little to what we do know is uh, if you could summarize what we've just talked about, Nicholas, you're joining us remotely, I know, but I'm going to call on you for some wisdom here. Uh, we've just mentioned David and Moses and the sons of Korah and uh, Solomon, Solomon, Solomon yes. and Ethan and Heman. Yeah. What, what would you say uh, from looking at all of those different names of the psalmists? Well, I think what we can see is God used multiple people from different centuries, different backgrounds of life, all to bring together this book of songs. And we can have songs in our heart too, prayers that we have to God. Um, all it takes is that same God that inspired these psalmists to be at work in our life as well. Beautiful. Thank you, Nicholas, for pointing that out. And, and by the way, Nicholas loves to sing. So in fact, oh, if you don't mind me telling people, Nicholas, can you come back up on the screen for just a minute? I'm going to have you give yes. your testimony because what many people don't know is that the person who was the lead vocalist on our theme song today is your mother, Ashley. Yes, yes she is. She sang many of these songs when I was quite little. And so I grew up with these songs in my mind, in my heart, and it was a great blessing uh, to grow up with so many scripture songs. And they've helped me to this day, even when I'm sharing with people, I call those songs back to mind and it ingrains in our hearts the Word of God that we can share and bring it up to people in an instant as well. Wow. Powerful. Thank you for your testimony. I, I imagine that, uh, that uh, Nicholas's mother, Ashley, is probably praising God right now, maybe his father too, and, and certainly my wife, because they've sung the scripture songs together. Mm -hmm. And I can remember a little uh, a testimony when Nicholas was four years old, and his mother was singing, and he walked up to her and said, I love the words to that song. Yeah. So and now, and now God has blessed uh, Nicholas to be a spiritual leader. But he gave his testimony. So I'm going to give you an opportunity now to share your testimony. Uh, I know this is hard, Pui. I'm going to let you start because there's 150 psalms, right? But is there one that God has just made very precious to you and why? Um, of the 150 psalms, my fav one of my favorite would be the first one. Okay. Psalm mm -hmm. number one because... My mother taught me this as a young at a young age, and I memorized this in my Mizo language. Okay. And I really loved the part. Uh, can I read one of, of the course. verses? Of course. Tell me the verses you'd like to read. Psalm number one, uh, verse two and three specifically. Okay. Psalm one, mm -hmm. verses two and three, and you're going to read it for us in English rather yes, than in, in Mizo, right? Yes. But you memorized it in your mother tongue as yes, a child. Yes. As a child, and it has. Uh, it has helped me a lot in my walk with God. So. All right, let's hear it. Psalm 1, verse 2 and 3, according to the New King James Version. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Mm. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, 
and whatever he does shall prosper. Amen. Would you say your mother's prayer was that you would be like a tree planted by the water? Absolutely. <laughs> Psalm 1. Anybody else? A special Psalm. Samantha. Psalms 23. 23. Yes. One of the best known. Is, do you want to read a little portion or just share I the would testimony? Like to read, I can share, but I can read a verse or two. Okay, well Sa give us the verses so we'll get them okay. up on the screen. Psalms 23 from yes. the New King James Version. Okay, give us a moment to find it. Psalm 23. Uh, you may end up reading the whole psalm because it's very short, I know, but probably one of the best known. Uh, what translation are you reading from? From the New King James Version. Okay. So verse 1, 4, and 5. All right. Okay. So Psalms 23, reading from the New King James Version. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then verse then 4. Verse 4, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fare no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me. In the presence of mine enemies, you anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. And I love this sound because um, the first part, he's my shepherd. You know, I, 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 I follow him and he will not lead me in the wrong path. But, you know, I shall not want is what, you know, I would really like to emphasize. Because I remember a time, you know, I li we lived in the Bahamas, my husband and I, and because of, you know, visa purposes, he couldn't work for a while. And so financially, it was just one paycheck. So you needed this song? Yes, and then <laughs> uh, he provided for me. And then the part where my cup runs over, mm. that tells me of the abundant blessings that I have gotten from the Lord. And with one paycheck for years, we never had any need because he provides, Amen. you know, I shall not So I'm going to ask you a personal question. How old were you when you first heard this scripture song, Psalm 23? Oh, may have been. I mean, I went to Adventist school, so probably 12, 13. Okay, so yes. as, as a preteen, even, yes. you heard that song. Yes. Uh, how many of you like Psalm 23, by the way, besides me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a million people just raised their hands. Nicholas raised his yeah. hand remotely. This is probably one of the most loved... Mm of the scripture songs, mm -hmm. and it is one of David's, right? Yes. Someone else, a psalm, Kailinda, that's uh, especially meaningful to you. I really love Psalm 27. It's, again, another oh, psalm of that. David, and it starts off, you know, talking about the great strength that God has to deliver people from fear. In the middle, there's this beautiful portion where God asks David, seek my face, and the psalmist responds, I'm going to seek your face. Um, but I'd like to read the last two verses of the psalm. And before you read them, we're going to Psalm 27, 13, and 14. 14. That is one of the scripture psalms on the collection. Wonderful. That we're going to give to you. <laughs> if you go to our website, click on the free gift. Psalm 27, 13, and 14. And you're reading from the New King James? That is correct. It says, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Mm -hmm. I think the problems may still be there, and the challenges remain, and sometimes there's like a lack of hope. And this psalm reminds me that I can have hope in God, mm -hmm. and I can trust that the blessings will come here and then all throughout eternity. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. It's interesting that you brought one of the songs that's on the collection mm -hmm. that we're going to be offering. 
Uh, the Word of God is so powerful. Later in the study, I'll come to Brittany next here, later in our study, we'll talk about a time when God brought those words to your remembrance when you really needed it. Maybe you can also share with us a time when God brought this, these inspired scripture songs to your remembrance. You can write to us at sshope at hopetv.org. Brittany, another psalm that is especially meaningful to you and why? Yeah, Psalm 139. Um, I think I first heard it when I was a young child because my mom had um, several tapes that had scripture songs on them, and this was one of them. And it had a little book that we could color the picture to go along with each part of the song. And um, I memorized it as a young child, and it's become more and more meaningful to me as I've grown um, because there's there's so much packed in Psalm 139, but some of the um, just kind of summary of it is that God knows knows where we are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where we go. There's nowhere we can go where he's not there with us. Mm-hmm. And how he's the one who created us. He knew us before we were even born. Mm-hmm. And then I think the parts that have really encouraged me, um, Psalm 139, I'll just share a couple of the verses. Um, Give us a chance to find it. What verses would you like to read? And I'd like to read verse 16. Uh, through 18. Okay. And then I'll also read 23 and 24. After and I that. know that we didn't plan this, but this is another of the scripture songs <laughs> that's on the collection. So you have to go to our website, hopetv.org slash hopess, click on the free gift because uh, you, the verses 23 and 24 is the scripture song. Actually, it includes the first verses of the psalm as well. But you're going to read uh, Psalm 139, 16 through 18, mm-hmm. and 23 and 24. Yes. And we'll follow along. And I'll be reading from the English Standard Version, and it says, Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Mm-hmm. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake and I am still with you. Hmm. And then verses 23 and 24 say, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Isn't that beautiful? What a prayer. I've prayed that literally hundreds of times. And the Hebrew there, I liked your translation, if there's any grievous way. My translation says wicked. I think the King James says wicked also. Uh, Another translation though is hurtful. It's like God is on our side. He wants to to bless us. Uh, Again, I want to invite you uh, as you're watching today, to go to our website. <laughs> this is unscripted, but we're getting many of the scripture songs that are, that are in this collection <clears throat> that my wife Bodil is offering as a free gift to you for this series on the Psalms. Go to our website, hopetv.org slash hopess, and there's a collection of six trilogy scripture songs from the Psalms. I'm ready for someone else to give us one of the other ones, but you don't have to. But Scott, you have a comment. Yeah, um, one of my favorites is Psalm 107, and in a minute I'll read verse 6, but while, they're, while you're finding it, let me just set it up. Um, Psalm 107 sets, sets up a number of different types of scenarios where people struggle. They're in sh- the sailors who are, you know, storm-tossed or other, you know, wandering in the desert and all these things, and then it has this one refrain, it repeats multiple times throughout the the psalm and verse 6 is just one of those times it says 
Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distress. And when I read that the first time, it inspired me so much that I wrote my own song based on that because it, it just really, really inspired me. Okay, Psalm uh, 107 and verse 6. Mm-hmm. Is and that, the whole song, but, right, song, but, but we don't have time to do one, the whole thing. <laughs> yep, let, read that for us one more time. We want to put the words up on the screen. Psalm 107 and, and verse, verse 6. six. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distress. So there is someone, maybe you're watching today here on Hope Sabbath School, and you needed to hear that. Mm. And that wasn't just another song. It was one of these inspired scripture songs. And maybe you're in a time of trouble, and you need to cry out to the Lord and let Him deliver you in your time of distress. Isn't the Word of God powerful? Mm-hmm. No wonder in one of the Psalms it says, another one that you know well, your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It, this is powerful Word. Now at the end of our study you're going to be able to share where that has happened for you. But before we do, let's look at some of the unique features of the Psalms. Some of the unique features. Uh, does anybody know how many books there are of Psalms? You thought it was just all one. Nicholas, you, you have any idea? Somewhere in here it says the end of the book and now we get the next book. How many books of Psalms are there? Do you know? Yes, there are five books in the Psalms. So now is a more and difficult question for you, Nicholas. <laughs> Why? Why are there five? I think why are there five books? Well, they kind of go in different sections of the the topics they cover. I think they go in similar. Uh, they all ha- they all go over similar things, but I think they are used in different times. Like we have one section that was used as the Psalms of Ascent. Uh, these were psalms that they would sing at a special time when they were going up to Jerusalem from all over uh, Judea. So I think they were used at maybe different times. Uh, from each of these five books of Psalms, there may be other reasons as well. Okay, anybody want to add to that? Yes, Samantha? And, I mean, could be to represent those five books of Torah, the five first books. Um, the Pentateuch? And, yes, the first uh-huh. five books of Moses. So it was a way of saying that these are also inspired by God. Mm-hmm. Just even the organization, but I, I like Nicholas's comment too, Scott. I think there's also a practical concern. Back in the days when you're writing on scrolls, can you imagine putting all 150 psalms in one scroll? And so, if you divide it into five volumes, it makes it a whole lot more manageable. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Of course, one of them is very, very long, <laughs> right? <laughs> the shortest psalm that I remember is two verses, and the longest is. 176. 176 verses, and that's Psalm 119. That's right. We could tell a story about that, but we won't. We'll keep going. Some of the unique features. Well, one of the most significant features about the Psalms is what we call parallelism. What does that mean, parallelism? Uh, let's maybe read a text first. Samantha, if you could read Psalm 34 and verse 1, and that will. Give us an illustration of parallelism. Psalms 34, verse 1. I'm reading from the New King James Version. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. All right. Mm. That's another of my wife's scripture songs that isn't on the collection (laughs) we're giving. But what did you notice about those two sentences? 
Scott? Yeah, it said something and then it restated it again in another in other words. Okay. And this is a common feature of Hebrew poetry in the Psalms, not only the Psalms, but much of the rest of the Old Testament and some of the New Testament, either restatement or sometimes stating the opposite. Well, we'll come to the opposite in a minute, but, but this parallelism is, as you said, right. saying the same thing. Let's look at one other example of that, Jeffrey, if you would. And, and do you want to comment on that first? Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll read. Uh, 103? Could yeah, you, 103. Could you read that for us? Yes. yes verse 1 yes. of Psalm 103. We'll see another example of parallelism. Yes, this will be the English Standard Version. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is in with, that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, mm. and all that is within me. Do what? Bless. Bless. So you see, it again, right? It's like it's almost like taking a highlighter, right? No. And highlighting. We're going to move on to some others. Imagery in the scripture songs. Think of some imagery that's used. You say, well. I guess the Lord is my shepherd. That's kind mm -hmm. of an image. We've got that yes. on our graphic wall here. Uh, what are some other uh, imagery that you see oh, in the Psalms, Harold? Rock. Oh, the Lord is my rock. Oh, the Lord is I my see a rock. rock there. You're pointing to a rock back there, okay? <laughs> He's my hiding place. My hiding place. Refuge. My refuge. Now, now he's, he's not a rock. <laughs> he's God, right? But mm -hmm. it uses imagery, and we find that very commonly in the Psalms. Um, the repetition of a theme. Uh, let's look at one example of that in Psalm 136. We're not going to read the whole psalm because of time constraints, but Psalm 136, you'll notice that a theme is repeated over and over again. Psalm 136, and let's see, perhaps we could have someone just read verse 1, Stephanie. Uh, well, maybe read verses 1 and 2, would you? All right. Of Psalm 136, but if you kept reading that same refrain that you see at the end of verse 1 and verse 2, mm -hmm. we'll keep going. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods, for His mercy endures forever. So you've got both features there. What have you got? Parallelism mm -hmm. in 1A and, and 2A, mm -hmm. but you've also got Repetition. Repetition, right? It's not yes. saying it in different words. It's saying it, in, and if you kept reading, yeah. it would keep on saying, for his mercy endures, endures forever. forever. Every verse. And, and, <laughs> and at the end, if you say, did you get the message? And yes. we would say, yes. His mercy, his mercy endures forever. Right. So that's another uh, unique uh, feature in the Psalms. So one, one more and then an unusual word. Something called merism. Psalm 88 and verse 1. Kylinda, do you have that? Would read it for I us? I do. Uh, this is something that Scott alluded to earlier, uh, but let's see what it says. And this is from the New King James Version. Psalm 88 and verse 1. O Lord, God of my salvation, I have cried out day and night before you. Con Extremes. Two sides, right? Yes, Day and night. Opposites. Let's look at one other, Psalm 42. Jeffrey, do you have Psalm 42 in verse 3? Yes, I do. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. My tears have been my food day and night, while they, sh say, while they say, tell me all the day long, where is your God? 
So, my tears have been my food day, day and, and night. night. <laughs> Contrasting, what? That's another way of saying what? All, All, the, All the time, time. right? Yes. But it's showing the contrast. Well, there's one little word, and we got to wrap up here because I want to give you some time to testify. Um, Selah. Mm-hmm. Now you say, well, that's a contemporary Christian group, and I like some of their songs. <laughs> well, they took their name from this little word that appears in the book of inspired scripture songs. What does the word sailor mean? Why is it there? Anybody know, Puya? I believe it was a call to pause and reflect on the, the message of the, the praise, or it could be a change of uh, transition into a different song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Anybody else want to go? By the way, do we know for sure what Salem means? No, we don't. Well, I mean, not, not exactly. I mean, it could be a break in the music. It could be a time when the singers stop and the musicians... Take a breath. All right. Yeah. Brittany? I also looked it up and it said it could mean to lift up or exalt. Okay. Um, that's another meaning for uh, it, Salem. Do you notice it, we're using words like it could also mean... Could, yeah. Um, Scott? Let's just say the New Living Translation renders it interlude... But in general, the, I think the consensus is that nobody knows exactly what it means. <laughs> we have some ideas maybe, but we don't know for sure. Okay, well, I think there's, there's leaning towards the fact that it's guidance about how to sing. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe you take a break here. We don't know, but we know there's scripture songs for sure, don't they? Mm-hmm. We're going to move on to show that there are different types of psalms. And Nicholas, this is something you alluded to. And I'm going to ask you to read Psalm 33 verses 1 to 3 for us, but Nicholas alluded to the fact that the Psalms are for different occasions, and uh, he suggested maybe even organized that way. Uh, would you read for us Psalm 33, verses 1 to 3? Yes. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise for the upright is beautiful. Praise the Lord with the harp, make melody to him with an instrument of ten strings, Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. That sounds pretty happy, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. It's a time of rejoicing. A time of rejoicing. Right. Now, looking contrast, Stephanie, if you'd read Psalm 3, verses 1 to 4. Now, like we pointed out, it's always directed toward God, right? It many times will end in praise, even though it's difficult. But feel a different mood in this uh, scripture song. Uh, the New King James Version says... Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Mm. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him in God. Mm. Selah. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. I like the way you smiled there because he goes from like, this is really hard, and then what does he do in the song? He praises God. Yeah. Praise mm. God. He lifts his eyes yeah. towards God, yeah. doesn't he, and begins mm-hmm. to praise God. Mm. Stephanie? There seems to be that tendency in all of the songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. It's, this is my current situation, but I know who God is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, we don't have time to read these, but many of the psalms will tell the story Mm-hmm. of God's deliverance. Mm-hmm. It will tell leading them right. through the sea mm-hmm. and the rebellions and how God was faithful. Um, some of them, though, are also inspired prayers. Mm-hmm. And Puya, I'm going to ask you to read Psalm 5. Mm-hmm. 
verses 1 to 3. My wife put this to music to help me remember it too. But uh, Psalm 5, sometimes you may find, and we're going to go to this right now, where you can give your testimony, that you may be praying and God may bring the words of, of a, an inspired scripture song to your remembrance. Uh, what does this inspired prayer say? Psalm 5, let's just read verses 1 to 3. Sure, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For to you I will pray, my voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. Beautiful. You could learn something about prayer. I think we're going to have a study in this series about learning how to pray. So uh, here are some prayers. What would you learn about prayer, uh, at least from the testimony of the psalmist here? Anybody? Yes, Puya? Going to God in the morning. In the morning. Okay. If we study the life of Daniel, he prayed in the morning, at noon, and in the evening, right? What else can you learn about prayer from this inspired scripture song? Harold? You can cry out, like express how you actually feel. So Don't it's not just it. a reciting of yeah. someone else's prayer, right? Yeah. Uh, though if this psalm reflects your heart, you might pray this. Mm -hmm. Stephanie? I was thinking it says, direct our prayers to the Lord. Mm. So we're not He's having to answer. go through an intermediary who has to say prayers for us. Mm -hmm. You're saying we can pray directly? Yes. Doesn't it say that in Hebrews 4, come boldly to the throne, to the throne of grace? We're going to go to testimony time now. We've just got a few minutes left. A time when God brought the words of a psalm, and they've got to be short testimonies, <laughs> to your remembrance just when you needed it. By the way, if he's going to bring it to your remembrance, it means that you hit it in your mind or in your heart, right? Harold? Yeah, actually, the, this psalm, Psalm 68 and uh, verse 6. Okay, God, we don't have time to okay, read okay. it, but just give me a testimony. Yeah, I was in a very, like, uh, down moment in my life because I didn't have, like, a stable family. But the, the verse, that, verse 6 says, like, God places the solitary in families. And oh. He has, everywhere I've been, He placed me in a family where I, need, I, I got what I needed at the time. So that verse came like, oh, wow, thank you, Lord. This is great. So it, it gave me hope. And, Beautiful. Like, always and that was Psalm? Uh, 68 and verse 6. And verse 6. And God's giving you a family now, right? Yes. <laughs> She's sitting right next to you, yeah. right? <laughs> I think people know that. All right. So somebody else, a time. Samantha, can you think of a time? Oh, yes. Um, so mine comes from Psalms 23, verse 4. I won't read it. But, you know, I was uh, having surgery in 2019. Mm. It was a major surgery, and it was, you know, I've never been to the hospital before. Never so verse 4 is like walk through yeah, the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, though I walk through the death. valley of the mm. shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Mm -hmm. I know my husband was a bit agitated, but he didn't tell <laughs> me until after because he wanted to keep calm. But, you know, I, God brought me through that Amen. situation. But that verse. It brought me comfort. And you said you learned that in preteen. Yeah, yeah. It was with you all the way through, but it yes. became... This is the power of Scripture, isn't it? Yes, it yes. becomes the living word to us. Mm -hmm. Kailinda and then Jeffrey. In times of anxiety, God has brought Psalm 46, which states, Be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. I will be exalted among the nations. So rest. Beautiful. Acknowledge God is great. Psalm 46 and verse 10. And by the way, the people who say, Be still and know that I am God, they don't understand the text. Mm -hmm. It's God is speaking, right? That's right. 
God is my refuge and strength, mm -hmm. a very present help in trouble, the song right. begins. And then God speaks at the end of that scripture song. Who composed that? Does it have a name? Yes, this is yes. part of the Sons of Korah. Part of the Sons of Korah. Thank God for, for those testimonies. One last from Jeffrey. Uh, I don't have a specific time, but I always come back to this verse. Uh, Psalms 61, verse 4. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. Mm. So there's the imagery of like, uh, mm. like yeah. a chicken hiding yeah. the little chicks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was there a specific time or that's just been no, throughout that's always life? been going every single time I look through the Psalms. Yeah. This is the verse that yeah. always comes to me. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. I want to give you an opportunity to share your testimony with us, to write to us at sshope at hopetv.org. Share with us a time when God brought one of those psalms that you had learned, maybe as a child or you just read it the week before, and it was like, ah, now I see why God brought this inspired scripture song to me, because now he's brought it to my remembrance. Jesus said the Holy Spirit can do that. We'd love to hear from you. Write to us at sshope at hopetv.org. And don't forget, <laughs> we've got a collection of trilogy scripture songs on the Psalms, which can be a blessing to you. Go to our website, hopetv.org slash hopess, click on the free gift, and you can hide those scripture songs. We heard a testimony from Nicholas today, how God blessed him growing up with that word in his heart. God wants to bless you too. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you that we can begin this journey through the Psalms, inspired scripture songs. May these words be a light to our feet, a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. Guide us in your way, I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us as we start this series on the Psalms. Invite your friends to join us and say, this is going to, this collection of scripture songs will come alive and God will use this inspired word to bless your heart. Tell your friends, and don't keep the word to yourself, my friends. Go out and be a blessing to those around you.